right, so this would be the first episode of Broken Men, a Song of Ice and Fire role-playing game. All right, and so we have presents. Let's just introduce your, your uh, actual real name. Uh, my name is uh, Jacob. My character is uh, Dagon, the cell sword from the uh, Iron Isles that works for the uh, Northmen. Specifically House Bolton? House Bolton, yeah. Hi, my name is Micah, and I will be playing Roderick Sparrow, Lannisport native and bodyguard of the House of Hornwood, which did not go well for him, I will say. I'm Dylan, and I will be playing Harold Snow. Harold Snow was uh, raised in the Hornwood house, sworn to protect and serve his house. His mother was lost at a very young age. He, he never met her, wasn't raised by her, uh, but Lord Hornwood, in his good graces, took him under his wing and helped him in his upbringing, and he was raised loving animals and hunting and all sorts of outdoor activities. He cleans out the shit in the stables. And he does an excellent job. <laughs> With love and care. And I am Will. I am the narrator. God silver the soul. So um, when everything goes wrong, I'm the one to blame. Oh, no, no. We're just going to blame this Iron Islands truncated. So this adventure is set toward the end of the first novel, A Game of Thrones, and the beginning of the second novel, A Clash of Kings. In the bloody aftermath of the Battle of the Green Fork between Stark loyalists and the army of Tywin Lannister, three deserters find themselves west of the Green Fork River, dripping and without their arms or armor, they face a hostile countryside. On the far bank is the victorious army led by Tywin Lannister. Somewhere on this side of the river, an army of Northmen is led by the young wolf, Rob Stark. Outriders of both armies sweep the countryside, seeking rival scouts and supplies to feed their armies. Right. Go between one bastard and the other. And Boy, so- is that you? Well, not yet. Okay, so uh, basically none of you are from around here, so you're not familiar with the countryside. But this is the Riverlands. Rolling low hills and rivers and swampy areas and occasional areas of forest land. Ah, nature. My one weakness. There are going to be scattered settlements here and there, some basic agriculture uh, but since you're deserters, you probably don't want to walk into the nearest town and say, Hey, I need some directions. I'm not from around here. But to start off, you are all um, exhausted. The battle started in the morning. After Lord Hornwood dies, the Northmen army, at least part of it, collapses and elements of it flee for the hills. Or in the case of Dagon, Harold, and Roderick, you drop your bulky and heavy items like armor or bows and swam across the Green Fork River to get away from the marauding Lannister troops. So you find yourself there, cut off, separate from everyone else, alone. Right? You wander for a time throughout the day. It's hot. It's sunny. Um, you're hungry. You're thirsty. So I'm going to have everybody make a endurance check. Right. That's three dice for me. Two sixes and a four. My total is fourteen. 
So two sixes and four D. Eleven. Sixteen. Eleven. And I got a fourteen. All right. So I think everybody would overcome even a formidable check. So none of you are starving or exhausted yet. Oh, if it comes to it, we're eating that damn bird. Oh, well, you haven't met each other yet. (laughs) Hold off on and eating. Good question. What kind of rating do you want for this podcast to be? Because that's going to decide what kind of language I use for this. Well, it depends. Do you want your mom to listen to it or not? Uh, She doesn't listen to this kind of shit, so I think I can say (laughs) it. It's just immediately. Does anybody here want their mother to listen to this? PG or R? Because PG, you get you get one shit, and then R is just... <laughs> We've already used it. Oh, we already used it. Okay. PG as of... Because if it's his Game of Thrones, then his language is going to be... As of now, we're So it's PG. not... It's, it's not... There's no in-between. There's no PG-13. There's uh, either PG or R. Well, PG-13, PG you get one... We already used <laughs> I'm going to say it would be nice to keep it relatively PG-13. I'll put it this way. A lot of people listen to podcasts where they're driving in their car with their kids. So, you know, we we can edit that. It's not about flipping. I can't can't PG swear. (laughs) Uh, Well, keep in mind, this is... Um, a fantasy world, so you could say uh, Son of a Kraken. Or Son, son of a of Kraken. A, Technical Hentai. Son of a Stark. Uh, oh, I got I got one. Bratkane. 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 Bratkane's balls. That was so terrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. And by what I say balls, I mean like the Tennis balls that he plays outside with the yard with his family. Well, we're well off track now. And um, I forgot Sorry. what I was trying to look up. Yes. Um, so, as you can tell, we are highly trained professionals. Do not try this at home. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, we'll just do what you feel, I guess. That's, that's all I got. Right. Okay, so. Pushing through tall stands of wheat near the river, you come upon a crofter's home, built on stilts to protect itself from flooding. It looks abandoned, but there is a cistern with some stagnant water and a garden overgrown with weeds. The cook fire is cold and dark. Any livestock or grain or anything of value has been carried off. So you're all approaching, probably trying to be somewhat stealthy, so you're hiding in the wheat. That'd be a three stealth for me then. Four plus one B. Seven. Same. Seven. That's gonna be a twenty. Oh, there you go. Alright, so you're all hiding amongst the wheat. One of you is going to get thirsty first. I will walk right out first, looking around. I've got my uh, hands loose on my side. I'm a middle-aged, uh, somewhat... Uh, Limping, with sore, surf with the hornwood uh, symbol still on my on my tunic, right? And as I'm walking over to the water, I just kind of clear out the the things, but pushing my hands aside, and just scooping up a little, and I'm like, bastards, 
expression on my face and I'm just kind of cooling myself down and I'm just muttering all kinds of deprecations at uh, the people who killed my lord. An albino crow begins to fly over. I look Riddick. up at it. Osric. Okay. I look up at it. I think of it and I say, "Yeah, dinner, dinner, dinner." It, it it notices, looks at you, and flies away. I say a word that I cannot say on this podcast. It's like no. <laughs> Radio edit. <laughs> I'll come out of the clearing. Are you being stealthy or? No, I, I walk up to you because I've, I've seen. All right, I turn around real fast. I got my head poised and I'm like, "Boy, is that you? Where are you? Did you you ran too?" Ran is such a strong word. What I actually did was flee like a coward. And because of that, I'm still alive. He just has a solemn look on his face. Just then, uh, right. Dagon comes out of the bushes. And flashes over to where my weapon would be, and I'm like, oh, monster. Uh, right, you guys are deserters too? Look, I get you wearing the grass. My, my, lord, over my lord was killed. Maybe we just locked looses. You got a problem with that? Optimus no. boy? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> What's your no. name? What's your name, boy? Uh, I am Dagon. Dagon. Word edited. <laughs> I have no quarrels with lizarders. Only seeking water, food, shelter away from the rotten. Bit of a juice thing. Rotters. None of us love the little kitty cats. From the north? And that well, from the north is. Yeah, Boltons. Wait. You're from the north? Oh, I. You're a bleeping Bolton! And you deserted. I put the daggers away, walk right over, clap you on the shoulder, and I say. Good lad. You did the right thing. If there ever was a uh, word edited more than I know of, it's that word edited. Alright, you can use the words. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, can't uh, use the words. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna die for someone I hardly knew for some cause I didn't care about. Do you not believe in the King of the North? Nope. Are we talking about the same You don't really look like a northerner. Pretty pale. What was the big hint for you? Was it the fucking cracking on his tunic? I don't actually have that. Oh, Rod Flayman. Bolton! Bolton! Wait, we we went over this. (laughs) Rod, we're just gonna say, how do you do? Take it from there and get some fucking food. If we found it. Yeah, let's find some food. Alright, as you look around the area, there is a garden. Overgrown with weeds, but within it you can find some vegetables. So you can gnaw on a raw turnip, or do you want to try to build a fire? I'll scavenge the garden. Okay. I am going to check inside the house. I will assist you with that. Oh, yeah. Can you do another dice? Does it? It gives you two more bonus dice. Oh, does it? Two dice? Bonus? I think it's two bonus dice. I think it was one for every two that I have in survival. Yes. How much do you have in survival? Three. So, yeah, you get an extra one. Alright, cool. So that is 17 to forge through the garden. 
I am going to roll a awareness notice to see if I can find anything of value inside the house. All right. So, that's so but first, let's let's do yours. You got a 17? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'd say picking vegetables is a fairly routine activity. Mm-hmm. So that would be a 6. So you beat that by 10. So that's 3 degrees of success. So I'll say you found enough uh, fresh vegetables to feed three people. Awesome. Comfortably. So you all have a pleasant salad of uh, raw leeks and tomatoes. Nice. And um, I'll say you probably dug up a few onions as well that you can pack away for later if you want to save them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're going to look inside the house to see if you can find any bits or pieces of value. Anything that might help us survive. So. Okay. So then... It's going to be a uh, 13. Remember to discard any bonus dice you oh, have. Right. So that's... Uh, Would just be for bonus. Uh, what kind of things are you looking for? Well... Anything of value. I'm looking for things to help us survive on the road. Items that might, uh, that might help us, uh, like scraps of wood for fire, or tools that might have been left behind, things of that nature. So, let's see. You could probably find... Bit of flint stuck in away in a corner. No one bothered to take. One flint. So you've got something to start a fire with. Uh, uh, the <clears> house <throat> is made of wood and thatch, so there's plenty of uh, natural fire starting material there that you could pull off a few pieces. Is there any rope? Um, sure. All right. I'm find like a coil of rope. All right. How long is the rope? Twenty feet. All right. Harold, uh, after coming out the garden, he, he looks at you guys and he's like, I got a bit of food, and an albino crow lands on his shoulder. Oh, good, you brought the meat, too. We're not eating Frost. You named lunch Frost? He's he's not lunch, he's my friend. We need to introduce you to some great women I know who have been by the sports side. Too much time spent around animals. They don't talk as much. Neither do the girls, if you pay them right. <laughs> All right, and so it uh, turns into a Tyrion episode. All right, so you've had some food, had some water, so your strength is up. You found some gear to help you out. Is there any wooded areas by? There's a house, and it's kind of in the middle of the field. You're somewhat near the river, so kind of in the floodplain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just wheat kind of stretching mm-hmm. off in all directions. Okay. Uh, if you look to the west, there's kind of a low ridge. The river's more toward the east. Mm-hmm. East and north. So to the west is a low ridge, and there are some trees atop there. Okay. So after some time has passed, after you look for food and supplies, um, you hear the slap of footsteps and ragged breathing coming from the west through the wheat field. Okay. Someone is running through the wheat toward this crofter's home. Got to stealth out if I can. I will also hide in wait. That's a ten. Alright, so everyone's hiding. Where are you guys hiding? I'm hiding in the wheat. You guys see Harold run into the the cabin or the, the house. The house and then uh you guys hear a and the crow flies out. Um I was going to hide just inside the, the doorway of the house. Alright. So you're waiting to see that. So yeah, you see me run in and fall over. Like okay. Strange. For some reason, Harold takes a nap every time danger is near. Interesting. That's going to be you 18. I got your dagger. So, so, so you're 18 to hide in the house. So I'm you're, hiding in the wheat field. 
for how much did you roll? A ten. Ten? Okay. And then Harold's just popped in and there's a albino uh, bird flying around. Alright, a woman clad in Septa's robes, carrying a small bundle, burst from the stand of wheat. She is bleeding from several wounds, and an arrow protrudes from her back. She staggers toward the cistern and collapses. The bundle tumbles and stops against the low stone wall of the cistern. I am going to go up and see what I can do for the woman. She appears to be dead. Right. Oh. I, I close her eyes gently, mm-hmm. put her off to the side, and then go to check on the bundle. As you unwrap the bundle, you find three pendants. Pendants. Something you hang around your neck. Each are on a simple leather thong. As you look closely at them, they are odd carved figures, small enough to conceal the fist, but as you look at it, you're not quite sure what it is. It could be a man, it could be carving a woman, or perhaps a very unsettling animal. The face of each pendant is featureless, but captivating. You feel compelled to wear it around your neck. I know my love is too, so... <laughs> As, you, as you're searching, that frost lands on your shoulders, but there's something different about his eyes. Like, his eyes have more life in them. And he right. kind of looks at you. And I, look has, at the, I look at the bird and say, I don't think you're off the hook just yet. Uh, so I, I will come out from hiding. He tosses his head at you and pecks you um, a little bit. And so what did you find you. there? Bird. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you find there? I found a... Uh, he lands on your shoulder. I found, <laughs> enough, I found enough payment to keep us in... Uh, would suppose for a while. Hmm. Oh, some neatly carved wooden pins. I put on one of them because if I was compelled, then I still don't need some. So, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up one, take a closer look at it, and I'm also okay. compelled to put it on. You feel like you want to wear this. Hmm. Does Frost feel compelled? Frost feels compelled to pick it up and fly it back to his master. Okay. Because uh, you all want to be murder hobos. <laughs> Did we though? <laughs> <laughs> that was when we were the edge lords. I, I am going. Oh, I am we go. going here we to. Go. Um, I am going to search the body. Okay. Since Dagon is from the Iron Islands and is most likely committed to the Drowned God, Harold is from the north and is committed to the Old Gods and sworn an oath. Right. And Roderick is from a lot of places. <laughs> Lots of different places. Um, he might be able to recognize, but his knowledge is what? Two? Two. Do so you want to do a knowledge check to see <clears> if he <throat> recognizes the shape? Yeah, I'll try. Six. Six. You stare at it, but it doesn't look like anything to you. What you all fail to recognize is that this is an image of the stranger, which in the faith of the seven, the stranger symbolizes death and the unknown. But none of you recognize that. Because hmm. for the listeners, this is foreshadowing. Wow, death and, and, and mm. the unknown in a Game of Thrones thing. Uh, <laughs> and generally, the Faith of the Seven, there's seven different aspects. Each one has certain uh, devotees, except no one claims to be devoted to the stranger because no one likes death. Mm. Except for certain religious orders. But we'll get to that later. Anyway, you are searching the body of the Septa. Yep. She has um, the robes that she's in and doesn't have anything else of value. The only thing she had was just carrying a bundle in like a wool blanket so you could take 
The wool blanket. blanket. I will take the wool blanket. I am going to take out the crossbow bolt, actually, and examine it. Uh, would it be a warfare or a knowledge check to determine which army or faction was out? I would think a knowledge. I would think knowledge. All right. Just want to see if I can what kind of uh, people that we got after us. Six. Or who killed this woman. Six. Um, considering you are a veteran sellsword, you recognize it is it is a crossbow bolt, but it doesn't seem to have markings that you would associate with. I'm thinking uh, more like craftsmanship or whatnot. I mean, like here's the thing: like the Lannisters, they pay for the best, so their mm-hmm. crossbow bolts would naturally probably be like the best quality material. And the men from the north, they have to make do with whatever they got, so they probably have some signs of wear and tear of being retrieved and then used again, that kind of thing. It doesn't look like it was made for an army. Right. So it could be like maybe a mercenary's crossbow bolt. Um, Frost is on your shoulder and he kind of like twitches and it looks like the life goes out of his eyes and Harold comes strolling back out, kind of cautiously. Why did you fall over there? Um, I can I can go inside Frost. Like I said, we need to introduce you to some women. <laughs> Not like that. My, 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 my. I, I just killed the GM. Do I get extra XP? <laughs> I. <laughs> my my oath to the werewolves. It makes my makes me stronger and closer to the animals, and I can. Mm. I, my my mind goes inside them. At a, at a young age, I would have dream, dreams that I was wolves and cats. Right. But but now now I can I can just go inside Frost. He's he's my best friend. That's never not gonna sound awkward, boy. I best to keep that to yourself. I look over at the bird for a moment to consider. Well then, how about a little test? How are you walking a piece of fraud crow to tell me how many fingers I'm holding behind my neck? Go into the fucking bird. Circle around. Tell me how many fingers I'm holding behind my back. Okay. It falls over. Oh, right. And the crow kind of shivers, and he, he, it goes on your shoulder, and it looks down, and it looks at you, and it pecks you twice, and tilts its head. I hold up another finger. Pecks you again. It just think. gives you a look. All right, fine, you little... Whatever. Get off. Well, this actually might be proved useful for later. Hmm. What can you do? I still don't believe it. What can you do, flayed man? So I'm going to pull out my knife and throw it into, like, a nearby, like, fence post, or do I have to test for that? <laughs> no, I think your marksmanship is pretty high. Go for, it, go for a headshot. <laughs> it's enough that you're going to be able to hit a, a stationary post nearby. I raised an eyebrow at that, give a slow nod. Like, I didn't even, I just, like, pulled it out. I'm not even looking into the post. <laughs> You'll do. Pull that back Does out. Does anyone know where exactly we are, then? Like the nearest village or whatnot. Well, I'm not from around here. Can you fly and take a look? Or... Oh. oh, you want me to scout? Of course I fucking want you to scout. Oh, well, you guys have to watch me. Or keep my body safe. Sure thing. <laughs> On his honor as a flight man and mine as a cowardly still sword, we will watch your body. Yeah, I only... I'm... Only been around Hornwood Forest. That's that's all about I know. Look for any smoke. Look for any patrols. Anything of that nature. Okay. <laughs> I sling him over my shoulder and I'm like, I'm too fucking old for this. 
Frost takes off, and uh, I'm not even going to make you roll for this. Oh, okay. As Frost circles up. I got a 12. Anyway. Frost notices the trail through the wheat that the woman passed through. Which way does it go? It heads to the west. Or she came from the west. Mm-hmm. And you see, through Frost's eyes, a pair of men clad in random bits of armor, carrying weapons, and they're following a hound uh, held on a tether. It's like the hound is leashed. Mm-hmm. And uh, they appear to be tracking the Septa's trail through the wheat. Do I see any house? No. They don't have any particular symbol on them that would identify them. Okay. After I see them, I immediately wore down. I go, there's men coming. We need, we need to leave. How many? Two, and, and they have a hound. Really? Oh, then. Are they armed? Armor? They had armor and arms. What kind of armor? Uh, Chainmail. Chainmail, random bits. They give a slow nod. There's a wolfish grin on my face. and says, gentlemen, I think they're, we, they're heading this way. Yeah. We found lunch. They have a hound. They must be tracking. <laughs> we found lunch and armor. Well, we're already here, and we would have the elements of surprise. I, 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 I grab the scepter, and I start dragging her into the, the building. Mm-hmm. I assist you sure, with that. They sure going way too slow with that. We want, them to, <laughs> we want them to have you focus on her. Is you can borrow um, this dagger. I will hmm. be holding this one. I'm not very cunning, but I'm gonna. Is there a chair oh, inside the dagger? No, stats. no furniture. Right. No right. furniture. Okay. Uh, but it's on stilts. I mean, you could if you're trying to prop her up on something, you could prop her up against the stilts or the stairs. Yeah, I'll put her. I'll oh, I'll put her outside the building, kind of mm-hmm. prop her up. Where would you like to hide? And then I'll hide inside the house. Inside the house? Mm-hmm. Uh, inside the house as well. Right. I am going to be sitting right outside next to the cistern with an onion in hand, just idly munching on it, being the bait for everyone. The ladies. Yeah, I'll be right with her as well. And I'm going to use my new uh, axe skill or bluff to pretend to be talking to her like a crazy old man. Uh, middle aged elsewhere is having a conversation with a dead woman. Yeah. Okay, so they come in and it's gonna be like, you know, you're the only one who's ever stuck around long enough to listen to my stories. I'll thank you for that. <laughs> Alright, okay. And that's an, what are you eating? An onion? Yep. It's a raw onion. I, I like that you're basically old man Simpson. <laughs> uh, these two men are loud. You can hear them approaching. They're japing back and forth. And talking about what they'll do to the Septa once they catch up to her. Uh, one of them yells out, Why are you running, my sacred darling? You'll soon come to savor the sweet taste of the brave companions. I look over to the deaf audience and says, Oh, look, I think more of my friends have shown up. The <laughs> <laughs> hound comes out first out of the wheat, still tethered, and they emerge into the clearing around the house, and so they see you. And the scepter. And then I told them, you're not going to marry anyone from over the river. For one, that's your cousin. Second, that, oh, we've got more friends here. They size you up, and they recognize the Hornwood sigil. That's going to be a, you know, that's going to be a 21 on my uh, act, like I'm, like I'm branded or addled from the attack or whatever. And this is what's become of me. All right, I think they're going to believe that. I'm just a harmless uh, PTSD guy. <laughs> just 
talking to this dead body. And then I said to her, you know, I've forgotten that we always made it for her birthday. Do you remember her birthday, darling? Uh, right. Brother, is that you? One of the men kind of nudges the other and laughs and says, Craven uh, from the Green Fork, Lord Lannister might pinch off half a dragon for these, this worthless head. Are we talking about the back half of the dragon or the front end? Because I'm thinking, he pulls well, out his sword. Like the head, and I get up and I'm just slowly shuffling over because the asshole is always the one thing reaction drops. <laughs> Can I, can I spend a destiny point? <laughs> um, to do... do I, I was going to stealthily peer out, and I start looking at the hound, and I feel skin changey. Alright, so you're going to try, try to skin change the hound? Well, I, I was... I need to burn it first to get it. Are you burning or are you spinning? Burning. Or investing. Investing. Investment. And skin changer? Oh, wait. Skin changer. Right. Don't you already have that? No, because we can only have three. All right, so the start. The start. Do I get within? Do I get within stepping range of this guy? To invest. Hmm? Uh, one thing at a time. Okay. You are investing a point to become skin changer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I still on a spike in adrenaline. Were you already doing that for your bird though? I had to do it after because I already have three. Okay. Because essentially this is a four or benefit tree line. Okay. This is I'm the fourth need, one. I'm need to so as the stress of battle approaches. You find a new ability. I stealthily peer out for a six, and I see the hound, and I and get a spike of adrenaline for five from As Roderick <coughs> is uh, sneak stabbing one of the, right, the men, it's on eighty-nine. The uh, one with the drawn sword. Well, hold on. Let's. Um, I have an odd suspicion that's going to go terribly for the other guys. So let's find out what the skin changing is going to do. Um, Did they get within 10 yards of the building? Yeah, I'll say they're within 10 yards of the building. So basically, simultaneous, he pulls out the dagger, he suddenly gains a new power, and a knife gets chucked out the window. So as you see him pulling out his knife, you're going to throw your knife at At, at the other one. The other one? Yeah, the other one. Okay, the skin changer is going to be slightly more complicated, so I'm going to do that first. (laughs) Or, you know, we could have finished this. (laughs) It is a surprise round, so... I don't think that the other guys are going to have a chance to do anything if this goes the way I expected it. <laughs> you are... Animal handling against its passive will. Right. The first non-animal cohort beast imprinted at plus three. The beast I passive. don't have any animals imprinted. You've got the bird, right? Which doesn't count. Really? He's, my co- he's my cohort. Oh, right. Uh, okay. So, well, yes. Hounds being such a willful animal... I don't think they have hounds. They have wolves. No, there is, there is a hound. Oh, there is? Okay. There's a hound statistic. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it has will, though. Shut up, passive will. Yeah, um, hounds don't have a will listed. So does it have a thing where it's like everything else, this number? No. Oh, yeah, zero. Oh. If it's not listed, it just would be basically... Oh, wow. Zero or maybe a one if it's a human. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. So, alright, so let me just read this really quick. Oh, I rolled a bunch of ones though. 18? <laughs> 18 against a zero. Because an automatic zero. Hmm. Yeah, because some of them have a will. Yeah, some do. Like, a boar has a will of three. Yeah, which is funny. But, like, an eagle they doesn't have a will, a bear does not have will listed. 
Let's go bear hunting, guys. Dire Wolf has a will of three. All right, so William. Zero, so you succeeded by quite a bit. The hound is bewildered and scared at having someone basically enter its mind for the first time. Mm-hmm. How would you like it to react? Do you want it to cower in terror, lash out in anger, run? Because it's going to take a little bit of time for you to completely so, take it over. So you're in the building with me. I, I Harold peers his head out, and then he like looks at the hound for a little bit, and he kind of like starts wobbling, and the hound, you can see, like starts looking confused, and then Harold slumps over, and the hound perks up, perks up and looks at the two men. Simultaneously... Stabs. All right, so let's do the um, stabbing first. Stabby, stab, stab. And I take out the five bullets, right? Yep. Okay, so one. Yay. That's going to be... I'm useful in combat now. <laughs> That's going to be uh, 28. And I also have a automatic piercing one with the dagger. Oh, yeah, it's tracking. That'll be useful. All right, so 28. Yep. It's all. It's he's definitely alive. <laughs> he's definitely yeah. Um, Plus piercing. Yeah, yeah success okay. is fifteen plus, being well, exceeding. So, all right. His combat defense, since he is in armor, is four. All right. So the piercing two. Well, well, and you rolled a twenty-eight. No combat defense. Oh, that's. Right. Combat defense is similar to uh, the armor class of D&D. Right, I wrote a 28 total for my fighting check. Alright, so you would still have 22 after that. Well, well past 4 degrees. Well, okay, well there's different kinds of attacks. So I'm assuming you're doing a... <clears throat> Regular? I'm trying to stab him in the, in the neck as I well, stab the, the standard attack, a lesser action. He's not dual wielding, so... He is. No, no, I... Oh, you can't. He just pulled out the one. He's a free action to pull the weapon. He can only pull one out as a free action. Yeah. He could use a lesser action to pull the other one out, then. No, he handed me his other... Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. Which was originally yours. You're just attacking the one guy, so it would be... Oh, and surprise. When attacking a surprise opponent, you gain plus one dice on your fighting and marksmanship during the first round of combat. That's a so, little one. So twenty-nine. Yeah. Well, shoot, you didn't need that. <laughs> Since the defense, combat defensive armor is four, you have the twenty-two. We got it. Sorry, what was the extra dice? Uh, just a one. So twenty-three total. So you know, after that is twenty-three, which is going to be a total of five degrees of success. Oh, um, six. Is it six? Because uh, it's seventy five, right? Right. So you see it nine. It no five. Because twenty divided by five is four. Because it's twenty three. Oh, right. After that, so That's yeah, so four degrees of success. Five. Because oh, you got it. One for because zero to four. Oh, pass is one. Five to nine is two. Ten to fourteen is three. Fifteen to nineteen is. Four. Oh, so 24 would be five. All right. So five degrees of success. Since you're stabbing with a dagger, that is going to be agility. All right. Minus two. 
So your agility is two at the moment. If I if I do that, so two times ten damage. It's two times ten. No, it'd be two times five. five. Oh, okay. So which would be ten total? Yes. Yes. All right. Alright, and I said they had <clears throat> chainmail. And I do have that so, mission, so. So their armor rating would be five, so you take five points away, except you've got that bonus, so it's a piercing, so the armor would take away four points of damage. You're still doing six. Alright, and the guy you stabbed has six health. Heads off. Alright, <laughs> so you pull out your, your dagger. Find a weak spot in the chainmail and just stab it directly into his throat. Or if there's another part of the body you want to stab, it's up to you. With a look of terror, the blood just starts pouring out of his body. At the same time, or well, okay, so that was one lesser action, so you get another lesser action. <laughs> but you only get one attack. Woo-hoo. So you can. Um, do a variety of things that like you could move, and there's no attacks of opportunity in this game. So if you stab someone and move away, they don't get a free attack. Right. So it's, it's perfectly okay to like dance around and right. stab them and run away. Um, but you get some other actions like you can grab the person, um, you can assist someone, grant an adjacent ally a bonus. Oh, there's no one next to you right now. Interacts. Right. There is an adjacent ally. There's a dog. There are actually... Actually, there is. You can, if you want to, you could grant an adjacent ally a bonus to a test equal to one half of your ranks in that test ability. Really? If an attack is assisted, this counts as your... Oh, this counts as your attack to the turn, so you can't do that. Darn. Sorry. But next time, you you could. So do you want to move away? Or do you just want to stand where you're at? I'm going to move away. Oh, mom. How did that take again? Yeah. <laughs> and then if the kid, the guard goes like, you fucking stab him. And I say, I wasn't talking about that. Fuck you! <laughs> so I think your movement is going to be, what, four yards? Yes, four yards by default. And there's a chart somewhere in there about changed right. movements if you're... Oh, there's bulk and then I'm not the relevance. Sure is, but I'm walking back as far as I can. You can probably move about four yards. And the this... relevant ability was athletics? I think so. Uh, but anyway, your knife is currently sailing through the air um, toward the other brave companion. Five dice, no bonuses of any kind. So that's going to be uh, 18. 18 minus 4 for the armor. So a uh, 14, so that's 3 degrees of success. So what's your damage uh-huh. for a thrown knife? Agility minus one, so three. So three. Times three degrees of success. So nine. Nine damage. The armor will negate is going to suck up five. So uh, the bandit will take four points of damage. So he is he's still on his feet, but he's got a knife sticking out of him somewhere. I took that with me as I stepped back. Um, well, you move first, and so then he is, we'll have you go first. All right, now the, the hound. So you control the hound. All right, so now the bandits will get a turn. I, I am going to go ahead and 
stay where I am because his body's currently just in the doorway. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, actually, can I drag him to the side away from the doorway with my other? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that just so he's not just sitting (laughs) out there in the open right there. The other bandit who's still alive is going to drop the tether and shout something at the hound. Ooh, I'm in a, in a strange foreign tongue and draw his arak because he's fancy. An arak is like a curved blade. And something there. Um, <laughs> we've got a lord in our mists. Grab the knife and pull it out and kind of stagger back and he's waiting for the, the hound to attack. Um, I, I, just, I just look at him. Jay, go on. We'll go back to Harold. So, what would the hound like to do? He's gonna bite him in the junk. All right. So, do you need the stats for hound, or do you have that? It says bite three d three damage. So I'm assuming I just roll three three d six. Yeah. Nine. He looks at him, and after he shouts at him, he. So that would be. <laughs> That would be a five after the armor. So two degrees, so it's three damage, two degrees of success, so you get six. Nice. Minus five for the armor, so one point of damage. Uh, so he's got a knife wound, and now there's a dog uh, latched onto his junk. Mm-hmm. But he's <clears throat> still... He's still on his feet. All right, so who wants to go next? So do you want to charge in, or do you want to roll for initiative for who gets the damage? <laughs> How much damage can you do with the five days? Enough. You kill the wounded one? All right, I'll go over He's got one hit point left. I should be able to do it. Okay, but the non-wounded one is still uh, waiting, right? The, no, dead, one's, one's the dead. dead one? Oh. You stabbed one until he, he died. Oh. Yeah, you stabbed one. There was two men. You killed one. There's now one with a dog just, just attached to it. Attached to it. Yeah, that was. From. Well, since I'm an old man, I'm just going to sit back down and be like, and yeah. so then I told my friends, and then that it was going to be that if I ever lie, those daggers strike me from the sky. <laughs> so that's going to be um 22 with the dagger. He's dead. It's going to do less damage, it's only going to be a Oh no, he's dead. He stabbed him in the head. Oh no, he's dead. He's just said, You are such a brute. You murdered that mercenary. Alright, so that's going to be four degrees of success. What's your damage? Two. So eight points of damage. Minus the armor. Three points after that. um, Which is still enough to kill him. So another. A dagger this time, not just a knife, a dagger flies out of the house, strikes him in a weak spot in the mail, and he spins with the, the hound dragging him down and flops down to the ground, dead. Oh, there's we are your... taking that armor now. Roderick, there's your dagger back. <laughs> Alright, so the hound apparently is very friendly. Good doggy. Oh, hi there. He's <laughs> he, like, confused at first, and he's like... <laughs> Eh. Right. Oh, this is a good boy. Armor, he's a said. good boy. They both were wearing chainmail, so you now Harold? have... Harold? Harold, is that you? Oh! 
<laughs> uh, two rusty and bloody sets of chainmail for whoever wants that armor. I will wash one of the mm-hmm. armor as much as I can and then put the put it on. Okay. I'm, well, that would be. So uh, you know, want chainmail? It'll hide the symbol on my tunic, so that should be good. Well, I'll, I'll definitely wash off the chainmail. Oh, chainmail versus soft leather. How much armor does the chainmail give you? Uh, mail gives you an armor rating of I guess five. Stick it on so do I add Harold. it to my combat you defense? Can't wear it? Or, oh no no wait. So oh I could. Armor rating five. I was say we could stick it on Harold. Negative three. You should wear it for armor penalty. Yeah. And bulk two. Bulk two. So, so I'm not actually up, physically going to gain combat. So that would be a sacrifice of one yard of movement. All right. So quick question. Unless so you took the armor. Did you take the armor bonus? Oh no, not yet. Okay. okay. I, you know what, actually, uh, I have one destiny point. Can I spend it on that? Uh, if you want to, but you might want to save it in case All right. someone... So just stabbed. just a quick question to you. So like for combat defense, uh, it says here that I minus my armor penalty to the... In the armor penalty is so, three? Yeah. <clears throat> yes. So I'd be at combat defense nine now, right? Since my, I was at 11 before. Well, your, your normal penalty is zero in close, and then it becomes minus three, so it would be 11 minus three. All right. Eight. Um, I honestly am more comfortable in the, uh... But the, the armor rating will reduce, uh, all attacks given uh, down to me by five. Oh, you know Yes. Alright, so um, I will hold on to this, then. I like having a double-digit combat. <laughs> okay. So you're going to be wearing the, the mail. Are you taking the other set? Because if you're carrying it, that also adds to your bowl. I'm not carrying it. No, I'll wear it. So you're going to take the mail. So what, what does it give you? Um, I don't technically have it on, but we'll give it on soon. Armor rating 5, penalty minus 3, and bulk 2. Do they have anything else on them, like weapon-wise? Yes. One of them has an Iraq. An Iraq is a curved blade. So like a scimitar? Sort of. Vaguely like that, but more exaggerated. But the damage is athletics, and it is adaptable and fast. I look at it for a moment and I like. Uh, um, do they have any other daggers? Do they have any other short blades on them? Yeah, they each have a dagger. I will take those two then. Defensive bonus? Um, the one you. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and have one of those daggers. I would take this blade, but the only problem is that it's way, way too so, uh, flashy. So does that this, people change my combat details? Yeah, so your combat So that's your normal agility plus athletics plus awareness? Yeah, what's defense bonus? Uh, defense bonus is if you have a shield. Oh, okay. That's where that comes from. Uh, your armor penalty is now minus three, so your combat defense is going to become four. Alright, the other one, the one who died before he could do anything, is also carrying a small sword. Oh, does that count as a short blade? Mm, let me double check that. Alright. The hound begins to drag Harold out of the cottage and brings him to you guys. I look over and I look at the dog. Oh! Yeah, come out. I'll, I'll carry you out. <laughs> I'll carry, yeah, I'll carry you out. Well, no, he, he drags him. He drags him out, and he whimpers, and then he goes to the building, and he is like clawing the door. It does. Is there a door left on the building? Um, no. Oh shit! It, uh, it would be like a, like a cloth door kind of thing. Okay. Um, um, the small sword. The specialty for that is fencing. Ah. Oh. But it damages agility minus <laughs> one. I could have taken that fencing. <laughs> Um, the rock is a long blade specialty. Alright. And does just, athletics damage. I'll stick with the daggers. Does the hound have a leash on it or something? Yes. Oh, okay. Who, who, who's stronger? He like 
picks up the leash and he like gives it to you. Mm-hmm. And then he shakes his head yes, and then I, I sh- shake back out. Mm-hmm. So now there's a hound, a Dothraki hound, I'm assuming. Dogs are not. Um, sorry, adaptable if anyone wants to pick up the rock. An adaptable weapon is designed for use in one or two hands. When you wield this weapon in two hands, increase the weapon's damage by plus one. Sexual weight, two flesh, <clears throat> three noticeable. I'm not touching that. So you have three daggers. I just have two. I gave you one of the ones that you like to throw them. Oh, yeah. No, because... So now I have two that... Are the hounds friendly? No, oh, because... Um, dagger? Now? Dagger? Yes. Two, one dagger from each of them. We have four daggers total. Okay. So I, I didn't think it would change its demeanor. Oh, Because okay. I, I just intruded its body. Because it... It just imprints it. It doesn't... Okay, so now I have three blades to throw. <laughs> uh, I've got two to step with. <laughs> you know you can do one of those things. I know. Is he put Because it, it sounds like it's not trained in common. Sit? It doesn't sit, I guess. <laughs> do they have... Are they wearing some kind of cloak or whatnot? Nothing to establish a house or anything. No, no, not, nothing like that. I'm just wondering if I could just, like, wear it or something. Let me see. One of them right. mentioned... So I say after you um, warg out of the hounds, it looks around at the um, various dead bodies and the armed men. And so is someone holding its? Yeah, yeah. he's holding the leash. Okay. Made him hold it. Um, so it is going Dog to look at you and start growling. I, I'm by them, so I'm going to get up and go. I go, no, 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 boy, no, no, boy. Okay, so do an animal handling intrigue check. Against his will of zero, so you're basically guaranteed of succeeding anyway. Holy shit. But let's see how many degrees of success you can get. 29? 29? Um, yeah. You're now the But does, is it trained in common? Um, no, but you're, you know, gentle words to a dog are pretty readily understandable. Yeah, so it's okay, boy. Come on, then. Right. Okay, so that's how many degrees of success? Six? Yeah. So I guess it would have started off at, at best indifferent. Uh, so apparently, the brave companions weren't terribly nice to the dog. And now here you are being nice to it. Mm-hmm. So it seems pretty happy. Are you going to try to feed it an onion or something? Or just pet it? I point at the body and I'm like, Are you hungry, boy? All right, all right. So the uh, the hound begins munching away at its former master. Boy's gonna eat. Boy snort. Exactly. Um, and I suppose your albino crow, or raven. Sorry. He he's on the roof. He's just. Is he gonna fly <laughs> down and start uh, going for the the eyes of the the dead man? Yeah, he's gotta eat too. I get live well, seed for him, but I look over to him and say, "It's your choice." What? This is your responsibility. You well, he's free will right now. So it, it's a crow, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's totally going on. So, yeah, yeah I guess. we got to fit within the theme of A Song of Ice and Fire, which is crows eat people's eyes all the time. That's right. just a that's just a common trope in general. Yeah. Crows, crows eat eyes. Yeah. Eat up, boys. Yes. All right. So, uh, the, the two animal companions are now um, happily munching away. You've already eaten. You've had some water. You've now victorious in combat without taking any damage. Um, 
You take. You took a dagger. You took a dagger, mail, and a small sword. You know what? I'll take a short sword. sword. I'll take a short sword. And I took chainmail. Eventually. And you took the chainmail and. What else is there? There's also an Iraq. Oh. But no yeah. one seems interested in taking that. Do they have anything else? Um, just their raggedy, smelly. Wait, is it the Dorotha? Yeah, the Dorotha. Oh, the, the curve, yeah, the red blade. Yeah, I'm taking that. Are you taking that? 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 Mundane or no, just sorry. just some raggedy, smelly clothes. Oh, um, I think but they're that's a normal chart. Yeah, because there's nothing in the book that would indicate that there's any capital success. It just keeps going and going until yeah. like the table may show up to fifteen plus, but then like there's no reason to think it would. There's, yeah. there's nothing that says it caps. It, you know? Yeah. All right. Um, they are foul-smelling rags. These people have not uh, do not practice very good hygiene. Which is but if you, um, okay. Huh? You got a name, boy? Are you talking to the door? The okay. hound is silent. Hmm. There was nothing on the collar. Crotch ripper. <laughs> crotch ripper. Good crotch ripper. 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 Whoops. Ripper. Your name is Ripper now. You like it, boy? Um, the dog just kind of lays down and keeps an eye on you. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna attempt to train it. Okay. In, in common to be to be Ripper. Woof. I actually rolled terrible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Even with all that dice. Thirteen. I rolled five ones. Let me consult. Thanks, cool. Start waving. <laughs> I must succeed on a number of tests equal to the animal's will, which we've established is zero, minus its cunning, a uh, minimum one test with each test made once per week of training. So this is going to be a few hours every day over the course of a week. Oh, I just wanted him to understand his name. Alright, so we'll say that if you work on this over the next for a little while, okay, okay. people do other stuff. Gotcha. Ripper. Um, with the will of one, which is what it equals to uh, routine difficulty, so six, and what did you roll? Thirteen? Yes, it recognizes that his name is Ripper. And what did the Arca's damage? Hmm? The, the hound damage? Or the, oh, the Iraq. It's the athletics. And it's adaptable and fast. Adaptable means if you use two hands, you get a plus one for damage. Mm-hmm. And fast means if you do a split attack, you get plus. Do something. You get like a bonus dice, maybe? Let me, I let think me so. But it's fighting and athletics? Yeah. It's fighting for melee. There is a but, though. I think it's a trained weapon. Right, so it, is, it has one bonus dice for training, so you lose a bonus die when you use it. Until you train it, right? Uh-huh. No, like, it's... You lose so, a die. You lose a die. If you don't have any bonus in uh, Longblade, you would lose a die when you roll. Oh, okay. Um, 
I guess the, the more powerful weapons require trained to use properly. Mm. So if you you lose dice basically when you roll because it does so much. Well, would you say adaptable then? Adaptable is designed for use with one or two hands. When you wield this weapon in two hands, increase the weapon's damage by plus one. Okay. So if you did a two-handed attack with it, yeah. it would get athletic plus one. And because it is fast, um, a fast weapon fast. is designed to slip past your opponent's defenses and enable its wielder to strike rapidly. When you make a divided attack, which would be a greater attack, using a fast <coughs> weapon, you gain <coughs> plus one bonus on each test. <laughs> bonus dice gained from the fast quality can exceed the normal limits. So the idea is if you do, you're attacking two opponents, you normally have to divide up your dice, but if you have the fast quality, you get a plus one bonus for each one, and it can exceed your normal limit. Interesting. So you have a more reason to swing wildly at other people. And so you divide up one die between two opponents. I, I can get two if I get help from a, one of my cohorts. Oh, right. I mean, okay. That's like two dice against each guy. And I just have to get longsword. Yeah, I practice with it for long enough. So um, I won't have to do much fighting. Um, a knife is also a fast weapon. Oh. Interesting. If I'm reading this correctly. Yep. Any other properties on the knife or just fast? Um, a knife is fast and offhand plus one. So if you have it in your offhand, you get plus one for attacks. Yeah, plus one for attacks. I'm the only. Well, we have a pile of daggers and one knife. The knife is mine. <laughs> All right, so you've got two dead brave companions, a dead septa, a new pet, some new weapons and armor. Uh, what would you like to do now? What path will our heroes choose? What dangers lurk over the ridge to the west? Will they be caught by the vengeful Lannister army? Subscribe to this podcast to find out what happens next week to The Broken Men.